Ready to ride. It's rolling. The following content is funny, but actually funny. Not just light-skinned funny like Amanda Seals. Start the show. saying i tried to watch that shit the other night the little comedy special i be knowing i just admire your courage for trying she's okay i'm always saying how amanda seals isn't really talented at anything that's not necessarily true i'll take i'll take some of it back Mm -hmm. she is marginally funny (laughs) She's that funny friend you have. Ah, okay. She's the, yeah, I'm going to come through and support. Yes. She's that funny friend you have that talks shit at work and everybody at work goes, oh, you should do stand-up. But most people who don't have light skin privilege are smart enough to go, no, I I can't just be funny like that and I don't really have anything else to go with that. Hmm. Amanda Seals can be pretty and have nothing else to go with it and fly very high in that career. If I tried to do what Amanda Seals is doing, I would I would not fare so well. Um that's true. And I was like you just described her career in a nutshell. By the way, <laughs> if anyone else who didn't look as good as her tried to do all the things that she tries to do, uh, they would not fare well. Uh, Maybe okay. I will give her her character on Insecure. I was gonna say they would be Kim Wayans, but go ahead. Oh, 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 Savage. Oh man, Sorry. niggas, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. Mm-hmm. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. Houston's most savage podcast. Mm. I'm your boy Oz. I am D Randall and. Clay, when I when I see you this summer, wakeboarding, wakeboarding in your in your quicksilver shorts, <laughs> I'm gonna remember what you said to me. I'm gonna remember what you called me. What up, Steph? What up, KD? Oh, but Clay, you remember what you called me <laughs> when you're wakeboarding in those quicksilver shorts? This is for this is for the six. This is for my city. We did it. We did it. I told you guys. In one season, I told you guys, we did it. Don't ever fuck with me, man. You know what it is. Plus, I got two songs dropping tomorrow, man. T-Dot, let's do it. You know? Oh, man. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, another episode of Nigga Peace Theater. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Another episode of Nigga Peace Theater. That is... uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, one Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Six God, a.k.a. Drake, as interpreted by D. Randall. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Uh, somebody check on Drake. Check on your Drake friends. <laughs> no. Somebody He's about to become him. the most annoying human being on the face of the earth. I mean, he was. I mean, he was already on the fast track to that. He was already there. <laughs> I mean, let's let's keep that a buck. But you know what? 
I got to be honest. Okay. That's exactly why I wanted the Raptors to win. I wanted to see how annoying an, a single light-skinned person could be at the peak of their powers. I just need to see it. Were you not paying attention to the Amanda Seals diatribe? This, this, is, this is more than that, though. This is bigger than that. <laughs> this is bigger than that. Drake is that dude. I'm sorry, man. Drake is that dude. Drake is that dude. When you're in high school, he's that dude you know who's been talking big shit to you. Oh, yeah. You know you can wash his ass. Yeah. You could drill this fool. And when it's time for y'all to square up and everybody's watching, you just you just ready. You, you, you just take that one that one death blow. And just as you're doing that, you slip on a wet spot. Oh. And then he kind of slips and he falls on top of you. and like just, So it looks like he yeah, hits you. Yeah, so it looks like he hits you. And then he jumps up real quick like, ah, I got him, I got him. Yeah, that's that. That's we, exactly that. And you get up and you ready to box again, but you realize, damn, he accidentally hit me in my nose, so my shit is bleeding, and everybody sees it, and they're like, oh. He's that nigga that wins one round of Street Fighter. That's the one. And swears he's the house champ. And puts the sticks down. And just puts the sticks down. I ain't got nothing else to prove. That ain't the, that ain't the champ, y'all. I told y'all. That ain't the champ. We got a few of them. Except, except I I play Call of Duty, so I I end up seeing them again on the service. I watch them. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh man, it's been a it's been a weird week. Yeah, it's been a weird week. I I was I was not well for a lot of the week. Damn, I am ninety five percent back. Okay. Um, I have actually in ten years in ten years in my job, I have never taken more than like a day or two off from work. So um, that was quite an experience. I cannot be not working and just be at home for more than two days <laughs> because I will start randomly ordering shit off of Wish. Uh. <laughs> so I got a whole bunch of crazy shit coming to my house Damn. at some time during like <laughs> at some time from like June twentieth to July sixteenth or some shit. <laughs> Uh, which is a weird place, man. It I is just, a strange. Place. It is a very strange place. Oh, it'll get to you. Oh man, it, because it, it's something you can do. It's a game. It's yeah. a game. It's a game with microtransactions. Yes. It's a game you can do. Wish is a game you can do when you're bored. You can be just perusing on Wish and go. Yes, I would like. I would like that ten inch du- double serrated knife. Hmm. Uh, sent to my house, and yes, I would like it rushed here. Even though rush shipping for them is like two weeks, <laughs> six to eight weeks, because it got to go through customs. It'll just sit in customs for yeah. like six days. Um. Uh, but I did get my strength up. I I drank a week worth of hot toddies. Oh shit! And uh, here I am, and. Uh, I think I worked one day this week. Nice. That's the American dream right yeah, there. Right. Um, what's going on with you, D. Randall? Man, uh, shit. Um, luckily, I've stayed above ground. I, I haven't gotten sick. There you go. Like you. I'm fighting it. Uh, fuck the heat. Fuck the heat. Already. It's oh, early. my God. It's, it's, it's unbearable. And this is also the time of year where... People keep asking me to do shit for them, and all of it involves being outside during the day. In the day, and I'm like, "Fuck out of here!" I, I I addressed this last week. Quit asking people to do shit in Texas in the summer Please. during the day. Absolutely, stop it. 
Unless it, it is swimming. Unless it is swimming. Or something indoors. And for me, because I'm single, unless it's pussy. Pussy during the day is completely fine, is not only allowed and condoned, is encouraged. Pussy will keep you cool in the summertime. Um, quick humans ain't shit. A quick humans ain't shit because... I woke up out of my uh, hot toddied slumber <laughs> uh, to catch up on the weekend fuckery, and I discovered that of all people that the culture let run game on them, y'all were conned, trolled by the unfuniest comedian. Ever. Not ever. No, no, not ever. Because I'm still on the fence about Gerard Carmichael. Um, one of the unfunniest comedians in the game right now. Y'all let Lil Duvall get, all, get over on y'all. And I don't understand it. Are, I, you, are you up to date on this shit? I, I am. Okay. Lil, Lil Duvall, I can, I can safely say, is one of... The unfunniest people I've ever seen or heard. Uh, I've never seen any stand-up by him. Every incident that I've ever seen of him has been absolutely unfunny and unentertaining. If you went to TSU in, back in the back in the early two back in the early two thousands to like mid to like the or like in the twenty tens, you probably went to a comedy show where Lil Duvall was there. Anybody who attended TSU in this time knows what I'm talking about. Is he from here? I don't know where he's from. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I Smurf, don't know. Smurfville, something, something. something. Uh, this nigga's not funny, and I don't. People keep. I've never heard anybody quote a little Duval joke. I'll put it that way. <laughs> he had to. He had to make his bullshit comedy into songs. To get people to remember his comedy because I don't know, I have never met anybody who can recite a Lil Duval joke. Um, with that said, this nigga started, this nigga in this black men don't cheat shit. Y'all, listen to me. I want you to listen very carefully, as a matter of fact. Uh oh. He took the glasses off of y'all. <sighs> Black men cheat. Wait, wait. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What? Let me cook. Black women also cheat. Damn. White men cheat. White women cheat. Everyone cheats. I know this. I know you know this because it's what these bullshit gender wars have been about for God knows how long. Lil Duval is trolling you. I know you know he's trolling you. So why the fuck did I wake up to social media and everybody was arguing about this shit and entertaining this shit? 
Did you see anybody of note actually wearing these black men don't cheat shirts? Let's look at who's who's wearing. Let's look at Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God. Didn't Charlemagne the God just admit not too long ago that he had cheated on his wife for like two years and was going to counseling for the shit? Oh yeah, that's that's true. Damn. Who else was wearing them? <clears throat> Ti. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That need not be spoken, but I will. Mm. T.I. had cheated with the whole left side of Black Hollywood for, like, the better part of 15 years. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Lil Duvall is trolling you, and you niggas are falling for it. I, I, Why? I, I have a counterpoint. <clears throat> Go for it. Go for it. What you got? Maybe... And just humor me on this. Okay. Maybe he's just paying forward positive reinforcement. Maybe, maybe if black men repeat the mantra often enough, it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And someday soon we'll see a day where black men, in fact, do not cheat. D. Randall, there are niggas in there are niggas in marriages not talking about you. There are niggas in marriages and relationships who have tried the same logic trying to get threesomes with their significant other to no avail. That's very true. So we know that's not the case. Um, there are there are people well, I'll I'll give you I'll give you do you want better? Knicks fans know this isn't the case. <laughs> Knicks fans want to win. Oh uh, yeah. So we know we know just chanting it ain't gonna work. They've been chanting it since ninety ninety five. Ninety five, right? <laughs> um, y'all, yeah. quit falling for the fucking trolls. Really, honestly, quit quit falling for the fucking trolls. I, it, this is a fr- first of all, y'all already have the most fruitless, dumbass gender war arguments, and then I have to look up, and niggas are taking this and running with it, who are also trolling you, and y'all just going for it. What the fuck? What the fuck? We have to be smarter, y'all. I'm not asking for us to have genius level intellect. I'm not asking for y'all to be the Black Panther out here. I just want y'all to be smarter than Lil Duvall. I don't think that's asking a lot. That doesn't take a lot at all. I don't think that that's asking a lot. I don't think that's I don't think that requires a lot. It's not hard to be smarter than the nigga who who is the author of genius lyrics like Smile Bitch. <laughs> I left y'all alone for like a week. I left y'all alone for like a week or two. And y'all just don't know how to fucking get y'all shit together. Baby. Smile, bitch! Uh, I'm living my best life. Oh, no, 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 no. Not doing that. I ain't going back and forth with you, niggas. See what I'm talking about? Uh, Song of the week, man. I don't even get y'all shit together. Be smarter than Lil Duvall.
Wouldn't that crazy, stupid love line be better than the gap? Yeah. Be smarter than Lil Duvall. Doesn't take a lot, y'all. You know what? I'm gonna write that. That's gonna be that. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be a game show. <laughs> Are you smarter than a third grader? <laughs> Are you smarter than Lil Duvall? That's. And just be a trivia game where you just have to answer more basic ass questions than Lil Duvall. Show me the number one. <laughs> this nigga can't find it. <laughs> it's gonna be step stools everywhere for him to get to everything. Oh, man. Song of the week. Um, I just be discovering shit, man. I be discovering shit, and you know, and I just and I immediately, I hear some shit and I immediately want to share it with y'all. Um, and it and it's always an artist that I have never heard. Um, this is Aaron Ray, featuring Childish Major. The song is called mm. HMU, or Hit Me Up. Go ahead and jam out to that. Pour yourself a little something. Get comfortable. We're back. We're here. <laughs> We're going to have a good show today. So let us help you get through your work week mm. and pour up with us. We'll be back with more pins while black. Let's go.
And that was Hit Me Up from Aaron Ray featuring Childish Major. That's a hot little joint. It's nice. I haven't heard that one before. Very smooth. I like that. You always put on some new shit, man. I got to give it to you. I'm telling you, man. I, 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 I hear the good shit. I save it immediately. There's too many. There's too much technology for me to not be able to uh, capture the moment mm-hmm. and remember it and share it with y'all. Like 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 that joint last week, like Sabrina Claudio. That was yes. You know, what I'm saying. Um, let's see uh, what's going on. What's going on in the news? Oh, we got to start off uh, on a very sad note, uh, particularly for uh, Houston. Yeah. Bushwick Bill died. Yeah, yeah. Bushwick Bill of the legendary, famous Ghetto Boys um, died of pancreatic cancer at 52. 52. Super young. Uh, way too soon. Man, I... He had a full life. He did, man. He he definitely he was definitely out there. Like he was really for for people in the south. He like the Ghetto Boys were our NWA. Yeah, they were telling because they were you know the NWA NWA was storytellers from a more outlaw perspective. Mm-hmm. That was the Ghetto Boys, and the Ghetto Boys were really they. I, I would say I would even dare say the Ghetto Boys were even grittier because they they discussed more of the reality. I think of of growing up in that environment. Absolutely, and, and it was not glorified at all. And they definitely, like looking back on it, old school rap talked a lot more about mental health than we give them credit for. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mind playing tricks on me was a song about mental health. It was exactly about mental health, and a, a lot. I mean, a lot of the lyrics weren't genius level poetic and it wasn't to pimp a butterfly type shit yep. but um, old school hip hop man definitely dealt with the mental state of the youth at that time and kind of just coping with the way things were Yes, you know broken glass everywhere yeah. people pissing on the glass cause they just don't care that kind of shit so we triple teamed on them dropping, dropping them 5th ward B's on them I, I prefer the uh, oh, the album version that says dropping them motherfucking, motherfucking bees on them, but I will allow a fifth ward to slide through this one yeah. time. I was I was definitely I was definitely significantly younger, so I knew the radio. That edits. was that was the radio version. Um, man, and it's just it's just crazy how Bill and the Ghetto Boys were just. I mean they they are they are deep in the fabric. Of Houston culture, mm-hmm. my father used to play golf with Scarface. I've played golf the same time as Scarface, actually, just a few years ago. That was, um, there was a while when he was really into golf. Yeah, he he, he still is, from what I understand. Um, never play in the group in front of him, and you, if your group is moving slow, because he will look at you very surly, like real talk, as if to say, "Please hurry the fuck, hurry up. the fuck up." Yeah, he's also running for office scarface is running for city council yes hit him with the air horns god damn it district 18 sunnyside we out here oh shit south baker stand up that's the fuck i'm talking hillwood about. stand up cloverland stand up get some of this red out of here that's the fuck i'm talking about. 
I don't even know any of his politics, but I'm just, I'm excited for that alone. Dwight Borkis, we coming for you, son! Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, get him out of there. Um, but yeah, so, uh, definitely, we want, definitely rest in power, rest in paradise, uh, to Bushwick Bill. I know he, I know he would have definitely wanted to see face coming up in the world. Yep. Um, where's Willie D? He's still around. Okay. Oh yeah, he's still around. Um, so yeah, definitely shout outs to the family and friends and loved ones of Bushwick Bill. Um, he, for me, is particularly will just always be a part of the culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know that number. Just he will always be a, a part of the culture as far as I'm concerned. Um, as a matter of fact, I l- jumped for joy. And just leapt when I saw Bushwick Bill on the episode of Martin. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. Houston in the <laughs> building. Uh, when he was going to run up on Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. And Tommy preached his way out of that ass whooping. <laughs> what does it solve? <laughs> Everybody had to have, man. 90s sitcoms were so whacked up. We, everybody had to have a preachy ass episode hey, like man. that. Don't talk down about 90s sitcoms. Was it solved, brother? Oh man, <laughs> they didn't even write that. Tommy just did. Tom, uh, Thomas Michael Ford just did that. Get the drums down! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it rest in peace to Thomas Michael Ford too. Yeah, he got the draws. He did get the draws. Um. Oh man. So uh, on a slightly lighter note, um, Queen Sugar is back. Oh. That's a show people watch. That is a show people watch. Yeah. Um, the two shows that I was very excited about this week were one, uh, Queen Queen Sugar, and two, Big Little Lies. Oh. Damn it, I need to watch Big Little Lies. I haven't started the second season yet. Don't spoil it. Okay. 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 Uh, I, I was I was definitely going to blow up the spot, but I will just say that I know this isn't particularly black or anything. Except maybe I don't. Not to give anything away, I don't like where I think they're headed with Zoe Kravitz's character. Oh. Um, but fifteen minutes in, barely fifteen minutes in, Meryl Streep killing it, fucking killing it. Meryl Streep reminds you that she is the god. Like <laughs> it doesn't take long at all. Because I was worried about the direction of this show because, as you know, you watched the if you watched the first season, yeah. um, they pretty much covered the length of the book. Right. And it ends with all the women being cool with each other. Yeah. And it was really supposed to be a limited series at first. Right. And honestly, going forward, that wasn't what I signed up for. I signed up specifically for this show because I love watching rich white women clawing each other's eyes out verbally. And I love it. I've loved it ever since I was a little kid watching Designing Women with my mother. Yep. And so I was like, well, they they can't be all friendly. What the fuck is that? Oh, you thought. You thought. Meryl Streep is taking up the slack in this regard. And I suspect she will tear each and every one of these women to pieces (laughs) this season. (laughs) 
I'm not giving anything away, but I will just say her encounter with Reese Witherspoon was goddamn legendary. Because, you know, Reese Witherspoon has become like the pseudo queen of tearing other white women to shreds. <laughs> oh, man, she always got some hot shit to say on one yeah. of these movies. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, Do we queen... get to see Nicole Kidman's titties in this? No. no. No, no, no. Okay. No titties. Maybe later. Maybe. Um, no titties at all, actually. I was a little disappointed about That's that. That's fine. That's fine. It's just the first episode. Um, Queen Sugar is, like I said, Queen Sugar is back. Let's go. Um, shout out to everybody that was, um, on the live tweets with us mm-hmm. or with me. Um, shout out to, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. She is, she's interacted with our tweets enough that I'm going to go ahead and consider Ava a friend of the show. Um, so shout out to her. She knows what time it is. She knows what's up. We family now. That's right. Pour up. Um. Uh, the season started out very strong, and I think Ava. I think what I love about this show is that it knows what we need to see culturally. Yeah. Um. Everybody was still reeling from when they see us. They uh, y'all were. I well yeah, y- y'all were. We were not because we didn't watch that shit. I'm not doing that to myself. Same. And um, a, but a lot of people were, and a lot of people were still reeling from this Central Park Five shit, mm. um, and really processing this. And the first thing they show you in this in this episode is uh, Kofi or uh, Ralph Angel getting his letter that he is officially um, that his parole is up. That's what's up. And that he is officially out of the system. Let's go. And when I tell you they had a whole scene where this nigga, where this nigga literally ran through the fields, <laughs> screaming, jumping for joy at his freedom. Everybody, I need to see that. Everybody needs to see that. Damn. That, and, and this show is just, it's one of those shows that is every bit as heartwarming as kind of those syrupy like. This is us kind of joints, mm-hmm. but they don't. They also don't hold anything back. It's not sugar coated per se, right? But these are definitely images that I think Ava and the laundry list of women directors and directors of color that <clears throat> direct these episodes know we need to see. Yes. Um. So that was a very affirming moment. Um. Another great affirming moment was watching. Um, the opening of Aunt Violet's Diner, and because of course now Hollywood got money, he he won't let her. He won't let his woman do anything halfway. <laughs> the grand opening had a fucking second line Damn. down the main street of the town, and that is so. Any, I mean, I know some white people listen to the show. And they may, they may or may not know what that is. Um, but is more or less a parade, a march, um, down the down the town central, down the town square. Yeah, and that it that in itself is also hugely affirming to see because it's us, it's us in such unapologetic view 
um, to the point where, you know, because the, the diner is famous for Aunt Violet's pies, they had the little boy. They had Blue with his little booth in the corner selling gluten-free pies. Ooh. Who wants that? I'm not going to lie. All these pies they show look fucking delicious. Oh, okay. Um, and not only that, they showed this young man interacting with this little girl that he met on the playground who, like, took his ball, and he was trying to negotiate getting his ball back. And she was a little, I won't say mean, but she was definitely a little extra. And they explain why later. But um, his interaction with that with that young woman was him being polite to this woman and treating her with respect even in a situation where he didn't necessarily feel obligated to mm. and kind of going against these notions of toxic masculinity and showing that these we we can we can encourage our kids to have these to have these uh positive interactions um with the fair sex and even even when they were talking about the differences in their children the parents when Ralph Angel and what's his name got to talking, and he 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 admit he was like, well, my boy plays with dolls, so you know it is what it is. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, and you're good with that? He was like, man, it's just toys. It's just toys, man. It's just toys. It don't mean nothing. And you can see where someone as hard as that character, who from the beginning of the show we've always known to come from a harder life and to have grown up in the system and to have spent a lot of time when we meet him in the system to be able to encourage his son um towards a more liberal lifestyle i think the i love i love this show because these are images we need to see need to see him um it's like we talked about last week like normalizing images of black people exactly you know Exactly. To not fit certain stereotypes or archetypes. Like, just normalize shit. I remember with, uh, you know, my my favorite cousin, uh, who's a woman. We grew up, we, we were born like five months apart. Mm-hmm. Um, they lived in the same house that we did for like the first, I don't know, four or five years of my life. Um, she would play with my G.I. Joes. I would play with her Barbie dolls. Right. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't some, you know, overtly masculine or feminine shit. You just, you just play, man. They, you just, you just played with the toys that were available yeah. to you. And it wasn't a big deal. Um, and honestly, they're all dolls, bro. Yes. they're all dolls. They're all dolls. All of them. GI <laughs> Joe too. They're all dolls, bro. None of them have genitalia, y'all. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. And so, um, yeah, I'm just gonna kill that. Mm. I'll just get the rest of that bottle in there. Every drop. And. Um, not to give away too much, but I will just say it looks like the lion's share of uh, season two, season four is gonna be. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be fine ass Rutina Wesley um, being villainized uh, as her as she drops her salacious book <laughs> that that seems to air out a bunch of unnecessary family laundry. Hey. Um, and, uh, I'll just say it looks like the season's going to go there and it's going to delve into a lot of their past. 
Um, David Allen Greer is supposed to be coming on. That's a good pickup. That's a good pickup. On man. any show. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This show knows how to cast. This show knows This show knows what to do. And the messages and the images are never preachy. So when it shows up, it's like, oh, damn, you better. Or like you like mm-hmm. like the, like like try Charlie's new boyfriend, um, who looks like he'd be Wil- Wilmer Valderrama's daddy. Um, uh, there, uh, she he's he's telling her this he's telling her these romantic things as he's giving her a massage. First of all, listen to women got the playbook. They wrote this shit. Women got the playbook. They went to get a massage together, a professional massage. Mm-hmm. He's they he stops the the massage therapist in the middle of the shit and lets them go and takes over mm. and takes over the massage from there mm. and starts talking to her. You know he's in Spanish. He starts talking to her in in Spanish. And when she started talking back in Spanish, I was like, "You better be bilingual." <laughs> God damn. Um and just uh, just just little flourishes like that tell you how how eclectic the writers and how understanding of the world outside of the culture they are Mm -hmm. without necessarily hitting you over the head with it right um, so yeah, just the little flourishes and things like that. That's the things that really make this show come alive. I, I promise that I will binge it someday. I need got to. Because got this is to. season four. Season four. Damn, came quick. How many episodes per season? Uh somewhere in the new the the new norm, which the is like that, that ten to twelve okay. kind of thing. Um, I'll binge it. Yeah, it's 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 worth the binge. I think it's. I think it's still on Netflix. Okay. Netflix, Hulu, I think. Um But yeah, so I'm definitely we're so we're definitely gonna be keeping up with that in the live tweets. Um make sure you follow us at Opinions Wild at Opinions Black on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and I will be I'm gonna start doing a an actual schedule for the week of shows that I'm gonna be uh uh, live tweeting because yeah. Black Ink Chicago is back too, and my God, Ryan Henry has turned into the new Regina George from Mean Girls of tattooing. I don't. This nigga is this weird mixture of like Regina George and David Ruffin. I don't know how big tattooing is in Chicago, but goddamn, this nigga. This nigga <laughs> thinks a lot of himself. And as far and the only thing I ever knew about him, and I'm sorry if he if he listens to this because I know he he interacts with me on Twitter a lot. Um, uh, I, the only thing I knew of him going in was that he was fucking Jer- Jeremiah's baby mom. Other than that, I, this nigga just he just got Dominican looking hair. And that's about it. I'm a budget to bed. <laughs> that's Jay Holiday. Oh shit! What is Jeremiah saying? <laughs> uh, birthday sex. Okay, okay. That's I mean, right. he's he's had right. things he's... other than he's had things other than birthday sex. But if you want to go back that far no, to you're bed, right. you're right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be live tweeting that too. Um. 
going forth. Um, did you hear the new Gold Link album? I did. I did. I was I was impressed. It was very Gold Linky. It was very Gold Linky. I was impressed just off of the theme. You know, the the album's name was Diaspora. Yeah. And um, it was very diasporic. It it definitely um, incorporated from song to song incorporated a lot of sounds and a lot of uh, genres mm-hmm. across the diaspora. Yes, including and especially Afro Latina. Yep. Um, so that was um, a low key kind of cultural cultural thing that I don't think is being talked about enough um, but I'm sure it's going to be because it's a very it's a worthwhile album mm-hmm. Gold Link is a worthwhile artist um, he definitely cleans up when he tours here um, so I will definitely be looking forward to seeing that live I look like I'm the man <laughs> we've definitely we've definitely played crew on the show yeah um uh, let's see, was there any other new music that I can think of? No. Okay. Still waiting on Drake to drop it. Okay. Whoa, Drake. So Drake dropped the uh, last week. He dropped the song, the new song with uh, Chris Brown, with Young Breezy. With Young Breezy, we yeah. will get to him later. Um, they have a song together called I think No Guidance or something like that. How appropriate. How how <laughs> very appropriate for these niggas. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. This shit is already a candidate for song of the summer. Damn. I, I'm, 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 I'm calling it now. You're gonna, six, get, six, 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 you're gonna get real tired of hearing this one. Six, 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 six. Um, cause it's back to his singing song shit. Six, six. You got it. You got it. Ooh, the simping. <laughs> but oh my god. Um, a friend referred to Drake as the Derek Jackson of hip hop. Oh man, that is so good. <sighs> oh man, shout out to man, shout out to niggas keeping the same energy. Cause I, cause I be saying that shit. I, be, I say that shit about once a week that I'm gonna smack the shit out of Derek Jackson. Hey, um, remember keep the same energy on on the social meds, guys. Cause uh, did did you see the video of Zab? I saw the video of Zab Judah. Hey. Oh man. I don't know who these niggas are, but they have come up with a wonderful entertainment model known as the pull-up. <laughs> I have a respect for anyone that does what they do, and they do it at a high level at any point in their lives. These- especially if it's some shit that I've never done. Especially when it involves sports that require one person to hit another person. To punch up someone in the face or to be punched in the face. Now, mind you, the last time I saw Zab Judah fighting, Zab Judah got knocked so dizzy that he, he, got did, waxed. he didn't know where he was. He didn't. He did a Ric Flair and just fell on his face because he just could not stand anymore. That's the fucked up part about boxing. It only takes getting washed one time. One time. Ask Roy Jones. That's oh, whoa. No, but that's, that's, that's so at no point, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is probably a third of our size. Yeah. I'm not talking shit to Floyd Mayweather. Nope. Zab Judah is probably half our size. I have no reason to talk shit to Zab Judah. I'm still not talking shit to Zab. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why I'm not talking shit. Floyd, if I feel that outgunned, I'll come back and run him over with a car. Yeah. 
Zab, Zab is a Brooklyn nigga. You know? Zab is a real Brooklyn nigga. And we know this. Okay, so if you have not figured out what we're talking about, it's this video that went semi-viral um, where these two guys um, come up to wherever you're at if you were talking spicy about someone on Twitter. <laughs> They question you about why you talk spicy about that person on Twitter. And then they let that person from Twitter confront you. And in this case, a nigga was talking shit at his job about how Zab Judah is washed. <laughs> God bless you. First of all, he did this in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. I, I knew that street. Because... Zab sure did come in off the street. Off the street. Walk right into this man's job, question him about the shit he said on Twitter. Because not only did the dude say Zab was washed, he said he could beat Zab's he, ass. He did say that. That man, he looked at him. That man stuttered a couple times. Zab said, I need you outside. Five minutes. Let me get that. Let me get that. <laughs> and he's like, I, I was just, I was, he's like, man, I was just talking. Bro, he's like, nah, nah, let me get that. Let me get that. We can settle this today. Today, right now, five minutes. That nigga looked afraid, and what? you could tell where he was. And the dude they, was at work too. They did not have a back door or a service <laughs> exit for him to leave out of. So he was gonna come out. He was gonna have to come out the front at some point. At work, they did this man bad. Let me tell you something, and, and, and that's why I always tell people, niggas are keeping the same energy now. <laughs> Niggas out here keeping the same energy, so beware. Beware. Beware and be careful. Um, I have a felt understanding of this because I have meant it from the depths of my soul each and every time I said I will happily smack the shit out of Derrick Jackson. Happily. I don't give a fuck about him lifting weights. I don't. I genuinely don't. No matter how many weights you lift, if you hit a nigga in the right place, they will fall. We've talked about that. I don't give a fuck. Hi, Derek. Get fucked up. Damn. Um, uh, oh, Taraji. Um, shout out to, a quick shout out. We have to do some black excellent shit. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Taraji P. Hansen, who has been in her mental health bag. Good for her. Um, you know, she started the... I, have, have we talked about this? No, we have not no, talked no. about this before. Um, she definitely started the Boris Henson Foundation for Mental Health. Um, uh, well, I want to find it. Boris Henson is her father. Is her father who suffered from, uh, uh, who had uh, mental health issues and maybe addiction issues mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in his lifetime. Um, this is from The Root. The Empire star and no Oscar-nominated actress... And Woman of My Dreams is a native Wash Washingtonian and Howard University graduate. I didn't know she went to Howard. That's what's up. Uh, so it was only fitting that her inaugural foundation event named for her father, who navigated addiction and mental health issues, be in the city where he lived and worked. Hmm. Aptly named Can We Talk, the three-day conference and benefit raised more, raised more than money. On Friday, Henson echoed a word many repeated throughout the weekend as it highlighted mental health in the black communities, quote-unquote, crisis, especially as it relates to children. Hmm. Dealing with traumas at home is one of the reasons the suicide rate is rising among our children. 
I can't fathom a five-year-old contemplating life or life or death. Damn. Five? Damn. Your shoulders are too small to hold the weight of the world. That bothers me. I get choked up every time I'm at a public forum and I have to say those words. Five years old, killing themselves. What kind of world do we live in? Damn. We have to do something. We have to get involved, Henson continued. I blame the adults. These kids have too much technology and not enough guidance. Most parents don't know how to operate social media, but the kids are on social media and they're being tremendously affected by it. Mm -hmm. They're following fake lives or they're looking at filtered pictures and filtered lives and they have no guidance. They're going off to college and they're having psychotic breaks. It is truly a crisis. It is a crisis that the 48-year-old actress... Taraji P. is 48 years old? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Guess what does not crack, sir? Woo! Black don't. Oh, Lord. Sorry. Got off task. It is a crisis that the 48-year-old actress is tackling head-on. The weekend of events was kicked off on Capitol Hill as Henson delivered a searing testimony on black youth suicide before the new, newly formed Congressional Congressional Black Caucus Task Force on Black Youth Suicide and Mental Health. Now, I did watch that, and yes, the true to form, she did she did get a little teary eyed. Yeah, um, and and rightfully so. Um, I have had uh, suicide happen within my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've had a mental I've had a mental breakdown. Um, some years ago and it is not a thing that is discussed Um, it is not it's not discussed to a point where we go further and educate ourselves on these things right Black people have a really hard time with this, and it becomes one of these kind of superstition, almost borderlining on superstition. Right. Something that can just be willed away by sheer willpower. And that's not to say that every that, that there aren't instances of people pushing through mental health issues on sheer willpower. But well, it should not be the go-to solution. We are I know I know last week you and I talked about how it's difficult for us to watch certain programming because it always highlights the the trauma that we're faced with and that we're we're really born into like we're born into situations where we have this trauma that defines what our history is correct and it's something that a lot of us as black people have to carry with us really for our entire lives knowing that the history of our existence in this country, for the most part, seems to revolve around some type of trauma. Right. So it's it's important to 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 recognize and to admit to ourselves that it is very possible that we are inheriting and absorbing a certain level of trauma that other people may not. And it's it's perfectly fine for us to want to unpack that and to seek professional help. Right. Not just try to pray it away. But to seek professional help in uncovering and understanding and working through that. And that's that's one reason why, excuse me, a lot of us, you know, have have these breakdowns. Like there's no reason that you and your, I would assume at the time, you know, late twenties, early thirties, yeah, is having a full mental breakdown. That's that's a time that's 
the prime. That's like the beginning of the prime of your life. And that's the time right. that you should be celebrating and, and growing more than you ever have at any other point in your life. And it just sucks that we have this stigma about us that it, it's it's weak for us to admit that we need help. Right. But we would rather just let the sickness fester and kill us than to admit that, you know, we need help to get out of this. And honestly, I'll be honest, I have spoken light about therapy in the past, probably within the first five episodes of this show. Um, because I didn't like the way people were treating therapy. Um, a lot of people use it as a buzzword. Right. And and even if... and, I, and I'll Or say a way to dismiss other people's problems. Correct. And, I, and I'll say this. If you don't want therapy, if you don't want to go to a counselor or a therapist, at the very least, talk. Talk to people and become comfortable. And, I, and I'm saying this, and I'm, I'm hypocritical by saying this, because I have vulner, vulnerable, vulnerability sure. issues myself. Sure. And I'm, and I'm speaking this as a total hypocrite. But be open with your feelings. Be open with how you react to things. Be open when things upset you and affect you in a way that otherwise would make you look weak to other people. And you'll be amazed at how much better you'll be able to adjust and, and accept things that come to you that you typically cannot deal with. At the very least, do that. At the very least, be honest about it. And it helps, man. It does. It helps. When you become more comfortable with a le- with not only accepting yourself, but allowing people to accept 100% of you, <clears throat> and that includes the things that you don't necessarily talk about all the time, mm-hmm. you are becoming a freer person. Yes. Um, I just admitted that I have vulnerability issues. On this show. Absolutely. I don't tell anybody that. But that's a real thing. And it, and it feels liberating to say that. And I will say that you are probably not alone in that because as black men, we are taught that vulnerability mm-hmm. is something to push deep down in and build yep. defenses around. Especially and, especially at our size and stature. Exactly. And to resist embracing. Um I have had to overcome I've had to overcome that as well. Um and I always encourage people to be a hundred percent them. Um mm-hmm. I'm telling and nerdy niggas know this better than anybody. Because and nerdy niggas <laughs> have a different level of coping. Yes. Niggas who grew up nerdy just have a different level and a different degree of coping than maybe anybody else. That's not to say better or worse, just different. Nigga, you read books? <laughs> Bruh! Bruh! When you've been ostracized in your youth just for reading books for reading and books. making good grades, nothing else what else can, do you have to... What other ridiculousness could you have to offer that person as an adult that could affect them? They, they've they already accepted all the bullshit mm-hmm. that the world has to offer, so they've already embraced being 100% themselves. So you can't fuck with that person. That is why I am who I am today. That's why I am so comfortable telling anyone and everyone to suck a dick. 
It's also why you can't whoop my ass either. It's also why you can't whoop my ass. You can't. You can't. Uh, uh, shout out to that simple. Shout to to that simple broad from that other from that terrible from that terrible podcast that tried to get me to fuck out of pain because I said because I told Marie Kondo to suck a dick. Wow. Fuck you. Fuck you and and your mean girls can't whoop my ass. I'm still waiting. Uh What's next? NBA finals. <laughs> that escalated quickly. I'm still waiting. <laughs> it's cool. In the year of 2019, Oz's ass is very available. Pause. Phrasing. Phrasing. Uh, um, <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2019, <laughs> <laughs> a girl. <God> <laughs> It all took a turn for a minute. It all took a turn. <laughs> oh, man. In the year of our Lord, 2019. It all went off the rails. <laughs> a grown man in straight backs is the NBA Finals MVP. <laughs> a nigga in jail braids is, is an MVP. Oh, God bless him. A nigga with the same hairstyle as Pusha T oh. is being celebrated by Drake. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, oh man! And that means that the light-skinned dynasty of the Golden State Warriors has come to an end. It's over. It's over. Well, you know, I, I'm not. You know, and here, and you know what? I'm not gonna say it's over. It's over. Okay, maybe it was. it's over. KD KD is out for at least a year with a torn uh, Achilles. You know what? Now I'm convinced he is going to the Knicks. He is. He's just hurt enough. Yeah. When, it, when I saw him, when I saw him in what was it, Game Five? Yeah. When he got hurt in Game Five, after like ten minutes, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, now he's hurt enough to go now to the Knicks. Yes. And um, you know, and now that Clay is confirmed to have a torn ACL Ooh! after the last game, um, he'll be out for quite some time. Um, and we're only left now with <laughs> Chef Curry with the shot. Uh, we got we got we got Curry. We got a couple of big six six men. And we got horse mouth ass Draymond Green. <laughs> you know, shout out to Draymond Green. It's okay, Draymond Green. The face he makes when he can't believe you called a foul on him <laughs> is the same face that niggas make when their girl asks them who the fuck is Tanya and why is she in your phone. <laughs> Nigga Peace Theater. <laughs> All the derails interpretations of Draymond Green. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, all we got left is Chef Curry. We got Draymond Green. We got uh, Boogie. Boogie, who could also get re-hurt any who, minute. If you, you never know. You got a nigga named Looney. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> You got um, Iguodala. Iguodala. Basically, you Who's got you, basically you got Steph and a bunch of big uh, a bunch of big niggas. 
who are basically just good at being big. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they all work. They all used to work for a private security firm. I'm, I know they did. They just some niggas that can fight. I'm telling you. You know. Boogie in particular. I guess, Boogie looked like the quiet nigga yeah. who can fight. Hats off to them, though. They made five finals, five consecutive years, something that hasn't been done in 50 years. Quite some time. Since the age of Bill Russell. And, uh, you know. Didn't Kawhi get them out of there with the with the Spurs? He got uh, he got the heat out of there with the Spurs. He got the heat out of there. Okay. With the Spurs. So And he had... He had straight backs then at the time. So, oh, they really gonna call him a king slayer now. There are only three people who have been Finals MVP with two different teams. One is Kareem. One is LeBron. Ah, yes. The third is Kawhi. The third is Kawhi. Um, I don't yeah. know about them going back. Nah, it's it's a wrap. Uh, that it was a good run. It was a good the, run. Man. The Raptors run to this point. Oh, you talking about the Raptors? Yeah, yeah. The, eh, they might. I have to say, this assembly is kind of a perfect storm for them. It they they have been leading up to this. It's almost been their like Marvel Avengers build up. Yep. Pretty much since they let Rudy Gay go. Whew. Yeah. And so they have been trying to put together the perfect assembly to take down Thanos the Warriors yeah and granted it it did take a couple of injuries yeah man but in that same token you bitches the Rockets would have beaten the Warriors last year in game 7 had it not been for CP3 Getting hurt. Wasn't it CP3? Yeah, it was CP3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all can Keep, go ahead and shut the fuck up Shut about the that. fuck up. Keep the same energy. Yeah. I saw that on somebody's, I saw that on somebody's shit who was like, hey. y'all ought to be. Was that Scotty? Probably so. That's Scotty who was like, man, y'all ought to be mad. Scotty Spit, yeah. Shout out to Scotty Spit, man. That's a, that's still a brilliant ass album. He and his brother know basketball better than most of y'all do. That so. they do, man. I can't, I cannot hate it all. <laughs> they both played, so. Scotty played? He played Division One. Yeah. Shut up. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. One of those dudes, like, don't don't ever say, I'm, I'm going to play you one-on-one. He may not look like it, but he still got it. Oh, shit, no. Yes, I, sir. I'm not fucking with anybody. Look, look, look. I'm not fucking with anybody, mm-hmm. not just that played Division One foot, the, the Division One basketball, but that refers to themselves in a song as Starman. Yes. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Not doing it. He got too no you can't you because you can't be good at basketball and have comic book references in the tuck. I can't do it. I already know I'm getting waxed. Just saying. Fuck that. And then I'm too big to get waxed. Yeah. Scott and, and Scotty's like Scotty's like five nine five ten. He might be right at six. Okay, no, I, no, I can't I can't afford I can't take that L. Yeah. Um. So the big question is where is Drake? Oh, he's he's. You will not have to wait long for the answer. <laughs> Drake is somewhere getting several Instagram models with big butts pregnant. Johnny Johnny Blaze is getting her phone her phone blown up right now. She is blocking the shit out of that nigga. Oh man, Drake go Drake gonna have eight paternity cases this summer. He is not gonna know how to fuck the act. Did you see that? Did you see that nigga in Game Five? That nigga, that nigga was on the side. That nigga was on the sidelines with that custom tightened 
uh, Dominic Toretto limited edition yeah. joint. Looked like it was custom Titan from a custom Titan by a a, a, a brand ambassador at H and M. They told me I couldn't I couldn't travel with the team, so they 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 banned me from their stadium uh, while my team was on the road. But that's okay, you know. That's okay, you know, because uh, I was convinced Draymond Green was gonna slap the shit out of him. And I wouldn't have blamed him. It would have I, been I would one, never blame him. It would have been a one time I wouldn't have been mad at Draymond Green winning yeah. a fight. Yeah. Because uh, Drake was really talking cash shit to that man. I don't know what I don't know what was being said actually. But Doesn't matter. The 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 body language and just reading the lips all looked like shit that could get you hit. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. I wouldn't have been surprised. That nigga, that, that nigga showed up in that tight ass black t shirt, like he like he was in fast. I swear that nigga looked like he was about to race for slips. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. You got it. You got it. No, no. That and and now and then that nigga looks so dejected walking out of the arena. He, he was hurt. He was a little hurt. Oh man, you you would think that nigga was on the team, uh, and but yeah, so he's somewhere enormously happy, um, getting several people pregnant, probably still drunk. Hopefully, he drops some shit. Hopefully, hopefully he drops some shit. The new joint with him and Chris Brown goes. I'll say that the new joint with him and Chris Brown is good. Um, hopefully we get some more shit in that vein. Um, but yeah, he will have to sober up and he will have to deal with all 10 of his paternity cases until then. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more opinions while black. You are experiencing opinions while black sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. We are back. Yep. We are black. Yep. We are opinionated. Yep. And I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty uh, not really drunk. Definitely a little liquored up. Yeah, we had to, we had to kill the remnants. We definitely had to kill it. Um before we before we go into our next segment, I did want to make a quick uh statement retraction what? correction what? apology something. Wow. Yeah, that's rare. That's rare. Wow. Rare, yeah. Um uh, during the uh, during last week's White People Must Be Stopped, uh, I was talking about a gentleman who was a street DJ uh, who um, DJs in public spaces or something. And uh, I refer to him as, quote, a nebbish Jew. Hmm. Um, I don't know everything. Um, so it was impressed upon me um via um mail fan mail whatever um from a person whose opinion I trust on these things that uh jew is a slur i did not know that i just i always assumed it was just an offshoot just jewish jew right gotcha. that kind of thing okay um but taken in the wrong context and definitely with the wrong um, terminology as far as uh, adjectives go, it can definitely be super slurish. Apparently, this is a full stop thing. Yeah. 
Um, guys, even though we even though we do rail on white people a lot, and we do rail on things that they consider to be concerns, and the how unequal it can be when reciprocated, this is not one of those times. Opinions while black never wants to come across anti-Semitic. Absolutely. Um, and we learn. And we learn. We learn shit as we go. We are people. Um, there's definitely no ill will uh, towards this person for, uh, you know, tapping me on the hand, correcting me. I appreciate it. Um, with that in mind, um, if any listeners caught that as well, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. Um, and that's really, I, I mean, that's really all that needs to be said. I I apologize. It's definitely a thing that, I mean, we shoot we shoot from the hip. We're off the cuff. But we definitely try to go for some decorum. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, so I, in particular, I will do better. Um, sorry about that. Um, we'll make a consorted effort for that to not happen again. Now I know. Yeah. Good job. Uh, and it's just that simple guys. That's, that's how we make the world a little better. Uh, with that in mind, it is time for white people must be stopped. <laughs> um, white people must be, well, first of all, you know, for white people must be stopped. Let's first of all, talk about the fact that, uh, this Central Park, this when they see us, got another Central Park Five prosecutor. The <laughs> fuck out of Dodge. I forgot which one it is, but they did. De- but they definitely yeah. got her the fuck out of there. Yep. Uh, so it, it's retrospective and some decades in the making, but out of there is out of there. Sometimes that's all you gotta do, man. Sometimes all you gotta do is tell your story. That is it. <clears throat> and in that regard, Ava, didn't we just talk about Ava saying that? The shit needs to be documented, mm-hmm. and I leave the rest to you. Yep. That's that's what she's talking about. And this is a message to to young people, especially out there. Um, I, I tell this to my niece all the time. I'm sorry, this is my little old man moment. Do it, do it. When we are telling our stories, we, we have the ability now, more than any other point in human history, to document everything that we do. Yes. And sadly, a lot of us spend time documenting ourselves and putting the focus on ourselves in certain situations. I'm talking about the selfie game. You know what I'm saying? Um, Turn that camera around the other way. Show us what the world looks like to you. Keep our stories out there because those stories make the difference between what happens with a Central Park Five and what happens now that the story is being told from our perspective now that we have the power to do so. So this this is the power of controlling your narrative and speaking the truth. Get these people the fuck out of here. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and that's how you stop white people. Um, uh, we have a, a submission from Vanita Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a couple weeks old, but is definitely a story worth telling. This is courtesy of the Washington Post. Um, black students on a field trip said, well, I'll just, I will just read it. The field trip to Boston to the Boston Museum's fine art, Boston Museum of Fine Arts 
was supposed to be a reward for good grades and excellent behavior. Instead, chaperones saved students from the Helen Y. Davis Leadership Academy Charter School in Dorchester, uh, Massachusetts. Oh, it's in Dorchester, so they don't know about the letter R. Um left in tears last week after they were subjected to racial profiling from museum employees oh. and offensive comments from visitors. Uh, on Wednesday, this is a couple of Wednesdays ago, uh, the renowned art museum issued a public apology to the middle school where the majority of students are black and or Latino. All of the 26th 7th graders who went on the school trip are students of color, according to school officials, and the allegations have prompted a larger conversation, uh, a larger conversation about how museums and other elite cultural institutions can be uncomfortable spaces for people of color. Hmm. Um, specifically, I will skip to the. Oh God damn it! I'll skip to the what actually happened. Um, apparently. They were told by one of the employees, a staff member who was explaining the museum's rules allegedly told the group, no food, no drink, no watermelon. <sighs> yep, that happened in the year of our Lord, 2019. Wow. A person said that. And you kind of cover watermelon when you say no food. You right, right, right. So you were going out of your way to be a fucking asshole. You 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 covered food wow. and drink, and then you said watermelon. You went out of your way to be a fucking asshole. Wow. I I really want to. I I'm, I'm gonna get an update on that. I really want to hear that they got fired. Wow. Because that, that's full stop. That's it. That's that's full stop. Wow. No. No food, no drink, no watermelon. What if I told white people, no food, no drink, no macaroni and cheese? I don't know what you white people eat. You should have said mayonnaise. No food, no drink, no avocado toast. I don't know. Oh. 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 No food, no drink, no kale? You just shut down the whole Williamsburg demographic with that uh, one. They'll be all right. Yeah, um, uh, no food, no drink, no... Zima? I, I don't know what it, uh, what it all I don't know what white people consume. I'm going to start doing a project. Anything to, artisanal. Uh, artisanal. Okay, no food, no drink, no Shake Shack? Those are sliders. That's, that's, those are not burgers. Those are sliders. That's true. Those are sliders. They're good. They're all right. Anyone who thinks Shake Shack is better than Whataburger, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here and don't ever come to Texas. That is violent language, guys. Um, send your racist stories, your uh, racist encounters, your real life racist stories, anything you think we have missed in the news. Send it to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Uh, find us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, via any of the social media outlets listed below. Um, yes, because we're back on YouTube this week. Yes. Um, We'll be back to finish off the top three STFUs. You're experiencing Opinions While Black, Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. Yes. And um, it's Friday. We're a little liquor 
get up, I'm gonna go get liquor up even further later tonight. The good thing about recording during the day is that you can you can day drink and then drink drink. And then later drink on. drink. I can day drink, I can go home, I can chill, recharge, get something to eat. Yep. And get right the fuck back at it. I love it. God, I love podcasting. <laughs> um it is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America who need to shut the fuck up? Okay, shut up. Um, it's a good list this week. We got a couple of returners. Hey, wow. We got a couple of returning champions. Uh, number three, Mr. Cory Booker. Okay, 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 shut up. What? Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Rod- Rosario Dawson's supposed... Shh, shh. Don't say it. Okay. Don't All say right. it. Don't All right. say it. Still having a hard time with that one. Uh, Cory Booker is circling the wagons. Um, the the details of the news story are not important, but he is definitely circling the wagons. He's, he has gotten uh, some members of Congress, I believe, to ride with him on a reparations bill that he is preparing. Oh, we're still we're still trying that. We huh? are still trying to convince people mm. of. Guys, look, look, let's just, we've had this conversation before. We're going to go ahead and have this real conversation again. It's going to be a quick version, though. Listen very closely. Reparations Mm -hmm. will Mm. never Mm. happen. Oh. Ever. Not at any juncture in the physical universe that we occupy, will reparations ever be a thing? Hmm. Period. The end. Oh. And Cory Booker Hmm. should stop trying to convince people that he doesn't know this. I don't think Cory Booker's a dumb guy. He's very smart. He seems very sharp. Which is why I know that he knows that reparations will never, ever happen in this country, in this lifetime, in the physical universe that we currently occupy. So shame on him (laughs) for trying to convince people that he believes this and that he believes that this bill that he is trying to get passed. Well, for for this bill that he that for convincing people that he's trying to get this bill passed, he wants to be seen trying to get the bill passed. Yes, Cory Booker. It's not going to happen. It's not, sir. Reparations is not going to happen. Mm-mm. You being president is not going to happen. Mm-mm. Shut the fuck up. Stop fucking Rosario Dawson. Okay, shut up. And and and, le- and leave Rosario Dawson alone. You can't handle that, please. You can't handle that, and I don't know why she's trying to convince you that you can. Okay, sure. Um, number two, one Christopher Maurice Brown. <laughs> okay, shut up. Is that his middle name? Yes. Wow. Uh, Chris Brown is back to fucking up in his ex's mentions again. Um, so he saw a picture of Karuchi. And Victor Cruz mm. together. Mm-hmm. Now Victor Cruz just had on some fucking workout gears. Whatever. He's an athlete. That's what he does. That's what he does. A lot of athletes 
tend to keep a lot of workout gear. Mm-hmm. Look, and so he gets off in the mentions and was like, look, uh, no cap. I think it says no cap. It's absolutely a cap. It's a cap. It's a cap. Uh, no cap, but uh, you might want to try to style your man up a little bit. Mm. Uh, he looks like he he looks like he's buying off the mannequin. He spelled mannequin wrong, by the way. Was, I, okay, because I was like, there's a zero percent chance that he spelled mannequin correctly. M a n n i k i n. He spelled it like the Chick Fil A cow spelled chicken. Chris, please, please turn the spell check on on your phone. Please turn spell check on, autocorrect. What? It, let let the phone do the work. Just please, just uh, do just do like what, what do you, the the just, just the bare, just speak it just speak, just speak it. it yeah yeah, yeah speak the text talk. whatever yeah, you do yeah, man just, do that, just do let that. let that do all the work for you please. Um, look, Chris, get out of your, get out of that girl's DMs. Get out of that girl's mentions. Aren't you? Don't you ever look? Whether I did it or not, if a woman puts a restraining order out, out on me, whether we have a kid together or not, I'm never interacting with that woman on social media publicly ever the fuck again. It's probably a good idea to not engage once you have a restraining order in place. Because after that, all you're doing is piling up ammo. What do you have to talk about? Nothing, nothing. The only thing you'll ever see from me on Karuchi's uh, in Karuchi's mentions, if I'm Chris Brown, is when do I come pick? When do I get? Some, when do I send somebody to pick my kid up? Wait, they have a baby together. Karuchi, right? No, 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 isn't no, that, no, isn't no, that no, hers? no, no, no. Okay, no, no. All right. Oh, no, no. They got shit to fucking talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's some some older woman. They caught him slipping. Oh, okay. Today ain't got yeah. that to talk about. Yeah. No, what she... the fuck are you on this on this woman's uh, social media for? If I'm not mistaken, and I might be completely off base, he might have cheated on Karuchi with this woman. Ah. It's possible. I may be off base. Okay. But no, Karuchi got away in time. Okay. She dodged that bullet. All right. Then what the fuck? What the... No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Get, the... Get out of this woman's mentions. First of all. Second of all. Why the fuck do people want to talk spicy with football players? We already know that they have taken and delivered some amount of punishment that normal humans should not be taking and or delivering. Anybody that possibly has progressive brain damage and works out five to six days a week Hard. I'm not fucking with them. Yes, uh, they broke up in March 2015 because they found out that uh, Chris Brown had a child by someone else. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Wow, okay. Like, why the fuck? First of all, Victor Cruz must be a nice nigga. Because I, I can name three niggas off the muscle. That you, my girl already has a restraining order out on you. You know what? And you talking spicy in the deals. I know three niggas right now off the top that would have folded your ass up. But here's the thing. He also knows he's he's confident. He also knows he could whip Chris Brown's ass. If 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 Lil Duval was talking spicy to you in the DMs, you probably wouldn't be too bothered, because you know he's he's never going to yeah. be this close to you to talk that same never, shit. Never, never. 
And as a gentleman whose professional occupation was to hit people as hard as they can. Or to get hit. Or to get hit and render them horizontal to the ground. That's not the type of energy that Christopher Maurice Brown wants one-on-one. Man, let's, and let's be real, because Chris Brown ain't going to come at Victor no, with his own hands. No. No. And and y'all from T. Breezy, stop trying to convince me that this nigga knows Kung Fu. <clears throat> oh, he grew up He grew up studying Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Get, just shut the fuck up. Get, I, get, no, no, look. no. First of all, even if that is the case... Knowing, knowing martial arts is not a guarantee that you will never catch a fade. I know a dude in high school who was supposedly a black belt in some martial art who got one hitter quittered by a short dude from South Park. It was just one blow to the temple. Out. Martial arts does not ensure that you will never catch a fade. It just means you're less likely to catch a fade than someone who is untrained. Yes. That's it. You're just prepared. That's all it is, is preparation. Don't get Chris Brown folded up. <laughs> or get get Chris Brown folded up. You know up. what? Get Chris Brown folded up. He need an L. He need an L out here. He owes us for being in takers. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, I went back there. Uh, he really owes us for a couple. Of, he owes us for this Christmas, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Shut the fuck up. Chris Brown, okay, okay, please put out some good music. Keep putting out music. Do that. Just do that. Just do that. You have that option. Yeah, you do. To just put out good music put and make music. people forget that you are a complete amoral piece of shit. That's your, that's up to you. The choice is yours. And the number one person in America who can and absolutely should shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. It's none other than DJ Khaled. <laughs> no bullshit. DJ Khaled. We the best. Um, Khaled's a little upset, y'all. Just a little. Uh, Khaled's album did not debut at the best. Aww. It debuted at the second best. Um, behind Tyler the Creator. That was a good album. It was a good album. That was a really good album. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tyler. Good for you. Um, and he wants to sue Billboard <gasps> because okay. So not to get too deep in the weeds on this, we've talked about the bundle thing before, mm-hmm. um, where you uh, sell other products. Uh, related to your situation, your album, or whatever, under the same UPC, I believe, as your album. Right. It's uh, why Nikki was salty about Travis Scott. Exactly. Months ago. Uh, in this case, DJ Khaled was selling energy drinks under the same UPC as his album. Mm-hmm. The problem is, not all of those uh, UPCs counted as sales. Correct. Because it, they were sold in multiple packs. Right. So if you sell something... Billboard tracks sales by individual unit sales. And if you sell a 12 pack of something for example, that that doesn't that 12 pack itself counts as a unit, not each individual component thereof. Right. And those rules are outlined somewhere 
And Callis' dispute was that uh, it should not happen. They were like, well, we told you, you can't have bundles made of like multiple items like that. Um, dims the rules. Dims the rules. And yeah, you know. your album was only okay. It so. was it was good. It was good. It was not great. Um, and now he wants to sue Billboard because for him being the second best. We the second best. It still has a ring to it, Callie. Kinda. Um, look, man. And then he and then this is and this is all after he posted on social media. I don't sell. I don't something to the effect of I don't sell bundles. I sell albums. Some shit. Even though this is all about him trying to sell bundles. These artists getting upset about not being able to play the same game. About losing at the game they're trying to cheat at. Y'all got to stop. Just make music, man. Just make fucking music and you ain't got shit else to worry about. Just make music and you ain't got to worry about who cheated better than you. Whatever. Khaled... There's nothing wrong with being the second best. You have you have endorsements everywhere we see you. You are always on somebody's TV screen. You are always taking up the whole conversation on social media. Yep. You are everywhere. You are everywhere. This should not be an issue for you. I I heard I heard that song with uh SZA uh like Three times in the car, on yep. the, in the Uber on the way here. You'll be all right, man. You'll be fine. Grow the fuck up. You'll still be rich. You're still rich. You're still going to be rich. You might even put out a great album next time. Your son has a number two album and not a number one album. Which is completely fine. Gohan, Gohan didn't get to be the best right off the, right off the top. That's a Dragon Ball Z reference. Yeah. I didn't get it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I know um, that I have a level well above nine thousand. Uh, okay, all right, all right. See, that's that's good. That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a that's a valid reference. That's Either way, literally the only one I know. Yeah, that's fine. And there's someone named Goku. Yes, that would be the main guy. Khaled would be Goku. Gohan would be Assad. Don't. I I don't get the reference. So father but... and son. Ah, father okay. and son. We'll take that. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, Callan, shut the fuck up. Okay, Chill out. Up. Chill the okay. fuck out. Okay, shut up. Being number one being number one on Billboard doesn't make you not the best, even though you're not the best. <laughs> um keep doing what you do. Keep making music. Keep making music. Quit trying to have a cheat code. Artists, quit trying to have a cheat code. Make music. Make music. There's no excuse. Summer Walker had like a fifteen man album. Just make the music. Put the shit out there. Just do it. D-Round, did we do a podcast? Oh, we most certainly did. God damn it, we did. Um, I'm going to have announcements on the next episode about the uh, 50th celebration. Um, I'll be putting those on social media as uh, soon as ah, this one up. last thing is finalized. It's coming up. Um... There will be announcements and flyers I'm and so um, so uh, all kind of things. You know the drill. D. Randall's gonna be live. To, gonna be live uh, streaming it. I'm so scared. There's gonna be like three or four people, um, guests 
that are guest hosting with us. Um, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in here. Um, this is gonna be the wildest the studio's ever gotten. And there's gonna be liquor. Um, and come out to the celebration with us, pour up with us, take selfies, hang out, live tweet the whole thing. Um, it's gonna be huge, chaotic, and embarrassing. Probably most particularly for me. Yes. Um, uh, T-Maj, y'all some real ones. I love y'all to death. Thank y'all so much for riding with me, for taking this journey with me. It's only going to get better, I assure you. Um, until then, you have experienced Opinions While Black, episode 46. Six, 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 six. six four more episodes. I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. And as always, forever in parting, titties. I love the show.